Hey everyone, welcome back to Today in Tech. I'm Julia Beauchamp and I'm here with Computer World Executive Editor Ken Mingus as well as Mac World Executive Editor Michael Simon. We are live on LinkedIn and on YouTube, so if you have any questions or comments while we're discussing, please do leave them either in the comments if you're over on LinkedIn or in the live chat if you are on YouTube. So topic of the day, last week the Washington Post published this article that was titled, and I'm might be paraphrasing the title a little bit, but when your iPhone asks you, when you tell your iPhone and tell an app on your iPhone not to track, they can still continue to snoop in the background. It's more or less the headline. And this really opened a lot, I mean, a pretty big can of worms about Apple privacy, iPhone privacy, and how it perhaps is like, it doesn't necessarily meet user expectations. So I wanted to talk a little bit about, um, you know, sort of what this means for user privacy as well as Android's response. But just to sort of um, introduce the topic a little bit, Ken, could I throw it to you? There's a great article on um, Computer World that I will plug in the live chat if anyone wants to check out. Sure. Yeah, that'd be great. Thanks, Julia. Yeah, you know, Apple has not had a good month or so in terms of privacy issues between this Washington Post story and then the earlier controversy around it scanning, you know, users' photos for for child pornography, things like that. Um, the the latest brouhaha. Evan Schumann had a column on Computer World this week about this, which is you know sort of what we're why we're talking about it among other reasons because. Uh, all right, background. Washington Post did a story last week that, you know, when users of iOS tell apps not to track them, the apps are still gathering a lot of information and sending it back to somewhere. We're not quite sure where it goes or how it's being used, but it's almost like being able to fingerprint um, user devices based on things like IP address, what type of phone, what version of the operating system, when was it last restarted, uh, any details around like accessibility changes that the user might have used, might have done. And so it, it raises the question that, you know, Apple's made a big deal about app tracking transparency and the idea that, you know, users can tell apps don't track me, which gives a lot of users, you know, maybe a false sense of security that these apps are not tracking what they're doing, you know, across other apps and, and with their devices. And of course, it raises an obvious enterprise question because there are a lot of iPhones being used, you know, in, in corporate environments, e either BYOD or companies have bought them and distributed them or whatever. And and obviously, companies have a, a big stake in trying to make sure that you know data stays secure and that uh, what their users are doing is is safe. And it, it just kind of flies in the face of the image that Apple has been portraying. Uh, you know, I should say that uh, one of the things the Washington Post did was reach out to Apple and said, you know, what's going on? And Apple says, oh, well, those, those you know, um, <clears throat> app developers shouldn't be doing that. We'll work with them to make sure they are. But then the Post waited a while and nothing seemed to have changed. And so it's like, you know, we're kind of in, in a gray area here where there's been an issue that has been identified. Apple's aware of it. But as best we can tell, you know, nothing, nothing has happened, nothing's changed. And this is something, it's, it's not just iOS 15, which is the new version, it was also iOS 14.8. So it's, it's, it's been around for a while. I guess the, 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 the bottom line is when you think you're telling an app not to track you, don't be so sure. Right. And if, um, I'll also um, link the Washington Post article as well in the live chat, but there's, Exactly what you said, Ken. Um, a lot of this data flows from through apps to sort of like third party 
data aggregators, I guess. Um, and all of this information, even though like if even if you just have one piece of information about your phone, it's certainly not enough to identify your specific device. And it's not confirmed that these um, all of this information is actually being used to fingerprint. But when you take all of this data together, it really can paint a very specific and unique picture of your device and therefore the user. So that's really what the data privacy issue is. And in um, Evan's column, he does talk a little bit about what Android's doing. And I know Android announced in Android 11 that um, it introduced the con this concept of um, apps that you haven't been using for a few months. After a few months of non-usage, the runtime permissions reset. So that basically means that if you granted them permissions to whatever they don't have them for, you know, until the end of time, um, if you're if it's not an app that you use often. So even though that wasn't necessarily Android's answer to, to Apple, it's um, it's two different ways of app privacy. So yeah. that's well, sort of and, what we're know, looking at at the landscape. Google, Google has also been hit over the years for, you know, privacy concerns. And I think this was a response to those, you know, that that earlier criticism that that android also was you know leaking a lot of data about its users um and so yeah what google did is with android 11 has said basically if you've got a bunch of apps on your device that you haven't used in a long time it resets those app permissions so that they're if they're in the background not being used but still scarfing up data about mm -hmm. the device uh you know it, basically android will turn that off and so it's it, it's it, you know, that's not going to do a whole lot with apps that are current that you're using all the time that may still be snooping, but at least it's a start. It's, you know, it's something that, that uh, Google can point to as, 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 as a tactic it's taken. Sure. So we can talk now a little bit about, um, I guess, sort of Apple's response to this. Like you mentioned, Ken, it's definitely, um, it hasn't necessarily had some favorable privacy coverage lately between this and then also the Pegasus spyware that they like super quickly um, pushed out a patch for that sort of like gained traction once um, the new update came out. So I guess we can talk about a little bit about, you know, Apple's response to these um, privacy matters. And I guess also like what Sort certainly like you know the public you know statement response, but then also what sort of actions are going to come of it? I mean, if Apple's saying that this is in the hands of the app makers, it doesn't necessarily give Apple a lot. They're certainly not taking the blame in this specific circumstance. It seems. Hey, just real quick, Juliet. Um, yes. You you said they pushed out a patch for the CSAM. They never actually rolled out the the, the Pegasus thing? spyware. Oh, oh, oh yeah yeah yeah. That was yeah, right. it's interesting about CSAM, though. The thing about it is they announced that they were not going to roll it out on the Friday before Labor Day weekend. I mean, it's if you're going to try to bury some news, you know, that's when you want to do it. So I don't think Apple was exactly thrilled with the way this whole thing, you know, emerged. And then the, the fact that there was such a controversy about it that they needed to pull it back and say, well, we're going to kind of look at this a little bit longer and we'll get back to you. Uh, yeah, I agree. Um... I think they got a bit of a bad rap <laughs> with that. I mean, I think their intentions were in the right place. Mm -hmm. As we've as we've discussed on this show before, other companies, like all of them, do similar things. Right. And Apple was going out of its way to make sure that it was as private as it could be by matching hashes on your phone. And that's where it ran into trouble. It was it was it was more of the messaging. It it rolled out 
kind of hastily, not not it, the the idea that they were doing this rolled out hastily because it got leaked. And Apple wanted to get in front of that leak, which, you know, when something leaks, there's, there's the tendency for it to be uh, tied to misinformation. And I think Apple wanted to get ahead of that. So they pushed out their explanation of it a little hastily. Then a couple of days later added a fact. And then a couple of days later after that added more information and it all kind of came out in dribs and drabs and there was no real unified message to say, hey, okay, this is what we're doing in like real simple terms. But if you dive into what the technology is, there's not a lot of reason for outrage. You know, it's tied to iCloud photos. Yes, it's on your device, but it's very specific. And there, there are flags you know, uh, maybe other governments could say, hey, we want you to use it for this. But right now it's it's a US only thing. Um, it's not even in like like the UK or, or anywhere in Europe. So it's possible that it stays there. You know, Apple hasn't said we're going to roll it out in, you know, February of next year or whatever it is. So I do think with all of these privacy features and, and technologies that Apple builds into their products and their, and their OSs, they, they take a lot of care to make sure that the, the, the user is, you know, front and center. That said, they're a business and, you know, these things, you know, they have to worry about, you know, developers and, and, and the people that they work with. As far as the app tracking transparency issue, I'm not schooled enough in it. I've read it a lot. We we were going to actually talk about this last week and we didn't because neither of us really knew, you know, what the, the report the report had just came out. Mm-hmm. But I'm still not 100% sure what the Washington Post is hitting on. Okay, for one, app tracking transparency isn't about the app you're using. It's about other apps. The the dialogue box specifically says, allow this app to track your activity across other companies' apps and websites. Now, so that means, let's say you're using Facebook and Facebook wasn't included in in the story, I don't believe, but we'll we'll, we'll use them because they're the biggest. Anything you do on Facebook is perfectly valid for Facebook to take the developers to take your information within that app. What app tracking transparency stops is you know, linking to uh, like other apps that that they use without giving explicit um, permission to to gather the data and contacts and things for other apps. But within the, with, within the app you're using, it's you know that's that's part of that. So the idea that you hit that little button and it shuts down all transmission to to developers, I don't necessarily think that that's happening. Maybe maybe people do. I, th- I think we lost Ken. Is, That's is okay. That He'll come back. <laughs> okay. Um, I think that you know people might believe that mm-hmm. you know. Okay, I'm 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 asking this app not to track and that it, that it covers all of the things that I do within this app and and that it'll never see what I'm doing. But that's not that's not, that's not exactly the case. You know, developers they gather information and that's. That's a business model for a lot of these companies. It's not necessarily nefarious. In a lot of cases, it's not. Yes, they build profiles of us, and yes, they mm-hmm. use it for for ads. And that's what Apple's trying to to stop is basically the the, the permission there. So there before iOS fourteen point five, unless you went into the settings and and, and hit the button and, and turned it off, apps were able to kind of build these profiles and and say, okay, here's an ad company. We know that this person likes this, that, and the other thing, and you can target 
them with these mm-hmm. products. Right. Now, is it annoying? Yeah. Is it nefarious? Is it something that they're using to, you know, to, to, to hack into our phones and, 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 and bring down our, 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 our uh, devices? No, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's, it's a nuisance at best. And what this, what Apple's thing does is it shuts down the ability for companies to do that without our permission, our explicit permission. I think the crux of it, and I think what the, this is certainly just my personal takeaway from the Washington Post article is, I think the point that they were trying to make is that um, it's, I think it just doesn't necessarily meet user expectation, even if, even if it's well within the, even if it's well within the fine print, I think when, I think it's something that, um, if if you're an everyday user of your iPhone and you're not like a super and you know they and you are saying oh okay I don't want an app to track me but you're not necessarily you know a tech journalist <laughs> and um, I think it's might just not meet yes it's just not meeting your expectation necessarily and perhaps you may feel like sort of duped by this I mean maybe but you're also sharing everything that you have on the internet sure well you know and yeah, you're I also I do find the irony of being concerned about privacy while yeah. posting everything you do and place you go on Facebook. You know, I Fair do enough. get the irony there. Um, but I, I think it's, it's just about the perception. It's the idea yeah. that, you know, no, now I, I, I may have missed this. My computer burped and I had to restart. <laughs> but um, did you guys talk about the things that Apple has rolled into iOS 15, like private relay? And you know you're you know hiding your email address and things uh, no, like but that. that, that's all. That's because all I, I do want to you know note that Apple is taking other steps to protect privacy you beyond. Do. Just to be fair, you do have to pay for that stuff. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. it is it is there, and, and they're great for the iCloud. They have a, um, a a pseudo VPN built into Safari. They have a hide my email thing where you can um, shut down, like if you. Uh, buy something or subscribe to a newsletter or something like you, they, they won't get your personal email. It'll be, they'll be sent mm-hmm. to a, you know, a string of numbers at apple.com and they'll forward that to you. So the company actually, they don't get your credentials. That's the same thing with um, sign in with Apple. That I which, use often and it is wonderful. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, this boils down, I mean, is this, this drops down to even like their credit card, you know, it's all uh, randomly generated numbers. Like you do have a number. But when you buy something on, you know, using your your uh, iPhone, the company doesn't get uh, your your credit card number. They get a randomly generated string of numbers. So, like I said before, Apple, it's not BS. It's not um, no. a, a marketing ploy. Like they do care about privacy. They do pride themselves on being the company that's at the forefront of this stuff. That said. The iPhone is a trillion, multi-billion dollar business. And companies need, you know, Facebook has already said, hey, this is affecting us. Yeah. So there is going to be a way around it. People mm-hmm. are going to figure out, okay, well, listen, we have to make money. This is the way we make money. How are we going to do this? Because people aren't going to stop using iPhone. So we have to figure out a way to circumvent that without breaking Apple's rules. And then Apple will say, okay, you're doing that, then we're gonna stop this. It's a, you know, they're, they're gonna continue to figure out ways to do it, and Apple will continue to figure out ways to stop it. Yeah. And no. that's just that's just the way it, that's the way it's gonna be. Uh, fingerprinting sounds like a real scary, um, you know, deep web hacker word, but it's not, you know, they're just, they're, they're getting this informa- the same information that they were before in a different way. 
But, well, exactly. The I think that the whole app tracking thing, what did it, it, it shut off access to ID for advertising, IDFA or something like that? Which for was very... app, for, you know, cross promotion of that. But right, within right, the right, app right. that you're using, you're, that's not what you're shutting down. So, like, I, I don't know the specifics of what the post was looking at, but you, you know, it didn't at that, that button, that, that do not track button didn't magically shut down all tracking for everything on your phone. You're sure. still using an internet connected device to share information all over the world. Yeah. Well, I, and I, but I think to the original point that Juliet was making is that <clears throat> Apple by being so pro privacy and so vocal about it, raised the bar for itself sure. and that, you know, the, the expectation here doesn't match you know, what's really going on. And I think that's the thing. But now Apple's been very successful in in pushing itself as the privacy, yeah. you know, tech firm. And I think rightfully so. They, I, I agree with you. They do care about, it does care about privacy. Uh, the, the point that Evan was making in the computer world piece was that what this means is Apple really needs to be vetting these apps even more closely than it might be to see what they're doing. Maybe so. And that's been an issue for <clears throat> since the App Store first came out. I True. mean, yeah. you know, they, they're, they have people that look at these things and we always see like my app got rejected for no reason or this app got through because someone missed it. I mean, it's, it's impossible to check it all. And yeah, articles like that will keep Apple on their toes and will keep them looking at things. I mean, I remember a few years ago that Facebook profile they were using, remember they, 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 they denied Facebook uh, de the developer account or something because they were using profiles to, to track people. It's always yeah. a way. It's always a way. Yeah. Yeah. And Apple can't, you know, not to excuse them. I mean, it's their company and they're at fault, but it's impossible when you have millions of apps and billions of users to keep track of all of it at, at, at once. And, you know, they're, they're throwing up these walls and safeguards and, and blockades and obstacles and hurdles and everything else, but there's the people are still going to find a way to get through. And as I was saying before, it's not all nefarious. It might seem that way, but mostly companies just want to make money. <laughs> Yeah, they want well. They want to make money by being able to target users, right? Specific right. Ads, et cetera, et cetera. Of so it's, it's the yeah. age-old story. Um, yeah, I, I guess what's if I we're could... never going to win this race. You're never going to be able to no. do everything because you're right. We are all now connected and interconnected, and I just think that the issue here is more about the gray areas because, like I say, you know, in the Washington Post piece, they reached out to some of these companies that this data was being sent to, sent mm -hmm. back. To. Mm -hmm. And even some of the, the the app developers and the game, you know, the game apps to say, okay, what are you doing with this? And the answers they got back didn't really answer the question. Mm -hmm. And right. I, so I think it's the lack of information, you know, about why you need the to know the storage on my iPhone and how much of it is used and whether I've turned on increased contrast and things like that. I mean, obviously you're building a, a profile of that particular user, even if you don't know the specific user's name and or address and so when that mm -hmm. profile drifts across into different apps or online you know the advertisers know oh okay this is that person let's shoot this kind of ad at them right. i have if i could just chime in really quickly we do have one um viewer i guess comment about the um newer privacy features that apple wrote, rolled out with icloud plus and a mm -hmm. private relay um this one viewer said that private relay is still in beta that's correct um yeah. so i guess could we go over you, briefly you, you what can, exactly it you is you can turn it on if you want okay but um 
Yeah, it's, I mean, it, it works. It's there in iOS 15. You'll get a little um, message that pops up that explains yeah. the new, if, if you subscribe to right. iCloud, which is any, any, um, any, uh, what's it, any, any tier. So even okay. if you pay for, for, for 99 cent, uh, yeah, you storage. don't. You just don't get it with the free tier. That's the only thing right. you don't. It's the, just the basic which, five gig. Right? Mm -hmm. Which I wonder if how many people are on anyway at this day and age because you only get five gigs, which is ridiculous. But um, any any um, any tier iCloud, including the um, Apple One bundles, you'll you'll be able to get this. So it, it, it includes iCloud Private Relay, which is hold on, I'm going to get this. Sort of like a built-in VPN, kind of, but not, but 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 not, but not really. So it will hide your IP address from the places that you go to, mm -hmm. but you, you, you have to use Safari. That's the, the biggest caveat there. Mm -hmm. So if you, if you have iCloud private replay and you, uh, relay and you use Chrome, it doesn't do anything. So that's the one. And it's also not like you can't use other VPN features like, I don't know, watching Netflix uh, in Britain or something like that. Sure. Like, like there are ways that VPNs work to do things where it kind of like masks your location. Right. That's not what's going on here. It's strictly blocking your IP address. So people can't get it. It's like when an anonymizer. It's mm -hmm. like an anonymizer. So right. that, you know, within sites, Safari, right? Yeah. Within Safari sites that you're calling up in Safari don't have your IP address. It, it, it's on, it's like, you know, it, it's it's sort of hidden going out and then hidden on the other end, if I understand it correctly. Yeah, yeah. It's a very, very, very simple, basic type of VPN that, you know, it's cool that they're offering it. You know, it's cool that they didn't charge 10 bucks a month for it. But if you're looking for a VPN for your iPhone, there are other options that are, you know, will do what you want to do. Mm -hmm. This is this is strictly for like that one specific purpose. But again, it's 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 a it's a great privacy feature. If you use Safari, I mean, turn it on. It's not gonna it's not gonna affect your experience, and it, there's there's only a benefit to it. There's no there's no real detriment. It's not like well, if you turn it on, you're gonna get slower speeds or you can't visit these websites. No, it's the same thing. You won't even know it's on. Yeah, it's just that your IP address won't be sent anywhere. Sure. So. Yeah. I guess just as we're wrapping up here, what is, I mean, is there a response, do you think? Is there change that's going to happen either on the iOS front or, I'm, I mean, similarly, since we were talking a little bit about Android too, is Google going to look at this and be like, oh gosh, maybe we should build in more <laughs> privacy features? <laughs> Google will do what it has to do and nothing more. Collect every bit of data it can. Yeah, I mean, it's not that's not, a, that's not a that's not a that's not a dig against Android per se. I mean, that's their business. It's their business model. Yeah, it's course. funny because mm -hmm. they have on one hand they have an OS that's supposed to be you know secure and private. On the other hand, they're they're an advertising uh, business. So like they're the the two things are are in direct opposition to each other. They are introducing in, in Android twelve um, a f a feature. So if you opt out of add something, add personalization, I think it's called. Um, Google will now will no longer send the ad, ad, ad identifier to uh, developers. You'll mm -hmm. get like a, a, a string of zeros or a randomized number. Okay. But you need to find it and opt out. Whereas Apple pops it up in your screen and it, it's, it's an opt in. It's a different way of looking at it. Sure. Yeah. So the option is there on Android phones. And Apple's making uh, 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 Google's making it stronger on Android 12. 
90% of people don't even know it's there. Um, the rest out of the 10 that do 5% turn it on, you know, it's, it's a small portion. And well, it, I, I also, I don't know how many people even really know or care that this is going on. Like, I think people like targeted ads. Well, that's what I was just going to say. You know, the thing about it is, <laughs> I don't if think you're going to like be it. served up ads anyway, then you might as well be, they may, <laughs> might as well be ads for things that I might actually like to know more about. You know, that's, that is the advertisement, advertisers arguments. And I think there's some truth to that. I don't really want ads for like Pampers, you know, or, <laughs> You know, I don't know, some, some, something that I don't care about, you know, mm -hmm. or it's not part of my lifestyle, as it were. And mm -hmm. uh, so I, I get it. But I, but you make the, a really good point, Michael, which is that Apple pops it out in front of you and allows you to opt in if you want the personalized ads. And Android buries it, makes it, you well, know, I mean, available. Apple buried it before iOS 14.5 too, to be fair. You yeah. know, any, honestly, anything in settings is buried. <laughs> yeah. People don't go 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 look into their settings to find tackles other than the people who I do. I love to yeah. go through well, the but settings. We have to, right? That's our job. Know, click through everything. But, on but most, most people aren't. I know, yeah. Like I, I remember um, a couple, couple years ago, I was talking to a friend and she was, you know, tapping her phone trying to get like to edit a, 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 a email. And I tap, I, I held my finger to, to bring up the magnifying glass. And she was like, what is that? Like, like, like we, we don't realize how little people like really know about their phones. Yeah. Like it makes calls. It, it, it can get on the web. I, I, a couple of games I play and, um, you know, I can take photos. Like that's the extent of what the, 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 the vast majority maybe. of people maybe, yeah, 90 use smartphones. That's, that's what they, that's what they care about. And once these things, so that, dialogue box that pops up if you don't understand what was happening before right well i don't want to be tracked so you're going to click it yeah of course yes. android android is not doing that android is not doing it they would lose google would lose i don't know how much of their of their of their um, business i mean lots because that's you know that's what they need and again i'm not saying that google's a bad guy here it's just that's their business model it's their business yeah. You know, Julia, to, to your larger point about where this all goes, I, I yeah, it, you know, I mean, even the Washington Post story said it's an arms race. It's like cops and robbers. There'll always be, you know, some effort to, you know, boost privacy in some way around it. Uh, I, I think the bottom line is people should just be aware that privacy is not guaranteed. Steps that you think you're taking to protect your privacy will probably help on the margins, you know, but but it's it's there's no one size fits all cure all for this stuff sure yeah and also not to not to excuse apple from any of this but they're like whenever they're slow to respond to something like we tend to drag them and most recently there was uh somebody uh, a security researcher reported that he yeah he had you know sent sent apple months ago like like we have these vulnerabilities. In april, I think. Yeah, yeah april or june or something yeah maybe right it was months ago like, hey, we we found all these vulnerabilities in iOS 15, and you should really address them. And like, he heard nothing back for months. So then, uh, there's like a like an honor code of like 90 days once you report it to the company, then you can go public. So he did, and then Apple responded. It's like, hey, can you, uh, you know, we're gonna fix these things. Like that sounds bad when you when you read about it in a, in a story all at once. Like, oh, like what are they doing? Why aren't they addressing these things? But they're a gigantic company, <laughs> gigantic. They probably get 50,000 uh, bug requests a month or uh, bug uh, reports a month, maybe more. Like it's, 
it's a it's a daunting test. If we were to ever to see like you know how they you know what they say how the how the sausage is made, so to speak, mm-hmm. it we would our, our heads would spin. How much Apple has to deal with on an hourly, daily, monthly, annual basis, and still release updates to every single one of their OSs and products and keep all their customers happy and repair stuff and all these other things. And again, I'm not excusing them. They're the biggest company in the world. They're the richest company in the world. And they, they, they're, they deserve to be held accountable for every bit of it. But the, the, the demands that people have and the press has, and, you know, I, I count myself among most of those are, are sometimes, you know, a little bit over the pale of what, Oh, people like to stick it to Apple because Apple is so successful at what it does. You know, I get that. Yeah. And, you know, any company is going to fall short at times. I agree. I mean, Apple, I think, is trying and likes to toot its horn on privacy, has raised the bar and therefore will be measured by a higher bar. Of course. Of course. And right. They they put themselves, they painted their image of themselves over the last 20, 30 years. And they should be held to that image in, you know, in, in public. Absolutely. But, um. You know, when the Washington Post writes a story like this and then says, hey, well, Apple didn't do anything about it. It's like, well, you know, like, not yet. Yeah. Like it takes it takes time to yeah. do that. And they're, you know, they the, the wheels move very slow for all this stuff. Sure. Again, not not excusing Apple. Like they should be held to the fire and all of these things should come out and whistleblowers should uh, you know, come forward with this stuff, all of that, because they're the biggest company in the world, because we, I mean, there's billions of Apple products in, in the world. So for all intents and purposes, they're bigger than, you know, like the, 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 the defense department. So they should absolutely be, be held accountable. But, um, you know, our expectations sometimes are, are just, they're, they're a little bit too high. All right. So I'm sure if anything else comes of this, we will be talking about it. But in the meantime, thank you both so much for calling in and chatting with me. Obviously, consumer privacy, both a very important and also to me, certainly interesting topic. So I really appreciate it. And thank you all so much for watching this episode of Today in Tech. If you liked this video, please do give it a thumbs up. And if you're watching over on LinkedIn, you can head over to our YouTube channel, IDG Tech Talk. You can subscribe there and hit the bell icon so you're notified every single time we post a new video. Next week, we also, in addition to chatting with Mike and Ken, we're also going to be talking about Windows 11 um, later in the within the show. So if you have any questions about Windows 11, um, obviously it hasn't rolled out yet, but If you can think of anything, um, if you're watching this after it's rolled out, we'll be talking about it in just a few days. So please do leave your comments below. Thank you again for watching and we'll see you next time. This podcast is produced by IDG Communications Incorporated.